Well, hi there, and welcome to the Jack Church Show. I'm Jack Church. This is a show about life and the many ups and downs we all face daily. In particular, I focus on the issue of loss. Now, that can be everything from, in my case, the loss of my beautiful wife, or for you, it may have been the loss of a parent, a grandparent, child, spouse, pet, job, you name it. Loss is something we're all guaranteed to experience. But how we face it will help determine our future. For me, I write a daily love letter to my bride of over 30 years, Pam. And I share those letters with you in hopes they provide some comfort, knowing you're not alone on this journey. And in time, we can and will continue moving forward. Here's today's letter. Dear Pam, and hello to each and every one of you that are joining us for our letter. I hope you're doing okay. I'm doing okay, but that's about as far as I'm going to take it. I'll have a lot of people say, well, you seem to be doing much, much better these days, and I think maybe I'm just getting a little better at putting up a false front, if you know what I mean, because deep down, of course, we've still got that giant hole in our hearts over the loss of the love of our lives, whatever that love may have been. Now, for me, I'm approaching the two-year mark, and I never will forget that I had somebody tell me, I think it was from... I forget the organization. It was a maybe an online grief support group, or maybe it was somebody with hospice, but I never will forget that following the one-year mark, they said, well, be ready. The second year could likely be tougher than the first year. And I remember my response being, oh, Lord, I hope not. The first year was hard enough. But I can honestly say that year two has been a struggle. And in some respects, it's been harder than the first year. Now, I don't want to discourage those of you who are maybe in your first year and you're hearing the message like me and going, oh, no, it can't be worse. Please, I can't let it be worse. And what I will tell you is it differs for everyone. I know a lot of people who progress through the second year very, very well. I also know of several people who've found love again and then those who haven't. And then I found those who struggle. I will admit, those that struggle in the second year seems to be the vast majority of the folks that I've run into, and if you look at some of the online surveys and things like that. Now, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It just means that we had a huge, huge love taken away from us. Whether it was your, like in my case, my sweet Pam, or maybe it was your child, Maybe it was your favorite dog or cat or, you know, we just don't know. A job. Boy, loss of a job can be devastating. Loss of a home. People go through that, through floods and fires and various things like that, or foreclosure. For me, the second year has been, I think I might say, loss of identity. And I've read a little bit about that. And here's the deal. Throughout our married life, Pam and I were... Jack and Pam, Pam and Jack, Jack and Pam. That's just how we were known. The two just rolled off the tongue together. We were like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. In fact, I can remember when Pam and I would be on our hiking trips, and sometimes if we had to each walk on the other side of a tree, Pam would go peanut butter, and I'd go jelly. 
and we knew that meant that we were separated briefly by that tree in the middle of the trail that we were on. So that's what I mean by identity. I was so in tune with Pam, and Pam in tune with me. Now, during the first year of the grieving process, a lot of it is you're kind of in a, I don't know, a, a fog. You just kind of drift through life, and, and you have these days where you're going, oh, I'm okay. Hey, I made it a month. I made it three months. Hey, it's been six months. We start to kind of look at the months and feel progress. Or do we? I don't know. That's just me. But what I do know is that during that first year, you know, everyone is reaching out to us. Everyone's concerned. We are looking at as much material as we can possible online and in the library and different places like that to help us through the grieving process. And then, of course, the people start to fade away. The calls, the messages, the little notes of inspiration and things, they tend to fade off. And we know why. I mean, they've gotten on with their lives. You know, they, they love the person that we lost, but they, they, they've moved on. They've got their things going on in life, and that's certainly understandable. But for those of us who've gone through this deep sense of loss, well, we're still left behind to pick up the pieces. Even our own children and other relatives closest to us, they, they don't really get it. They're going through a different type of loss. And I get that. It was different for them. And sometimes they'll get frustrated with us. And things that we may say or reactions to things or, or overall general mood, they'll, they'll get irritated with us. And that's during year two because, hey, it's been a year. You should be all better by now, right? Boy, I wish we were. I truly wish we were. If people think that we love just wallowing in our sorrow and feeling bad, well, they got another thing coming because I hate feeling like this. It truly sucks. But during year two, I'm trying to figure out that new identity. Now, not only did I lose my sweet bride, Pam, I also lost or rather gave up my television job. I was a television weather guy and I did that pretty much my entire life. Now, the good news is I did wait 15 months before I gave it up and decided to go try something new. Was it a good decision? Well, I, I don't like to look back, and Pam always told me, don't look back, it does no good. But I do have moments going, well, maybe I shouldn't have. Then again, I think it could have been the right decision because it wasn't it was kind of a, a multifaceted reason for giving up television. I needed to leave where I was living in Medford, Oregon, because that's where Pam became ill. That's where she passed. And there just weren't many good memories. And then, of course, the news cycle turned ugly with the COVID coverage. And then we had wildfires and things like that. And it was just kind of beating me down. So I needed to get away from that. So I've been trying to find that new direction in life. And I've picked up two or three things part-time here and there, and none of them have exactly felt right yet. I had an unbelievable opportunity to go back into television. Three-year contract, big salary, clothing allowance, relocation expenses, you name it, great company. 
And for some reason, I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. I just kept thinking, no, no, this just isn't the right situation. Although there was great temptation to do it because of the security that I thought that paycheck would bring. But I've got to think beyond that. I've got to find the true direction and course for my life. And maybe you're trying to do the same thing. Some of you who've been listening to the program may recall I looked into doing some work with Trader Joe's. And Pam and I, that was our dream, to work together as a couple in the, in the later years and have those so-called fun jobs. And we thought being at Trader Joe's would be great. So I took a job at Trader Joe's. But the thing I'm running into is that was our little dream. I know it seems like a silly dream, but that was our little goal. And now that I've done it, it's like, eh, I don't know. This isn't really me. I think if Pam was here, it'd be a lot of fun. I could see us giggling and talking and stocking shelves and things like that, because there is another couple there that's doing the very same thing. And they're hand in hand. They're like peanut butter and jelly working in the store. So no, I don't think Trader Joe's is going to be the answer. I don't think it's going to be around much longer. Not for me, at least. Because, again, I'm in that loss of identity year where I'm trying to figure it out. I can tell you for the few minutes that I produce this podcast and then when I'm producing the YouTube videos, I enjoy doing that. And I think I know why, especially on the podcast, because this truly is something I'm doing on my own. It's part of my new identity. Now, some of you may be saying, well, my new identity is I'm a, I'm a widower. I'm a widow. And I hate that term. So I'm not going to necessarily identify with that. Although, like many of us, I do wear it as a, as a badge of honor that, hey, I lost the love of my life. But what do we do next? Maybe you're listening going, well, where do we go from here? And in all honesty, I don't have the magic bullet or the secret sauce to tell you what the direction is going to be in your life as you try and figure out that new identity, because I'm still trying to do that. I think what I am learning, though, is to move forward cautiously, to think through things, but also at the same time, don't be afraid to try new things. And if they don't work, you walk away. I'm trying Trader Joe's, but I'll probably walk away. It's not the right, excuse me, it's not the right thing. But we'll get it figured out. We will. You're still going to wake up in the morning and still have those days where you feel empty, lost, and thinking, why am I still here? You're still going to have those moments when you're in a restaurant alone and looking over at the other side of the table and nobody's there and thinking, I just hate this. You're still going to have those moments when you're driving along the highway and a car filled with a happy family passes you on the right side if you're on an interstate or on the left. And you're going to feel sad and say, I miss that so much. You're still going to have those days when you, if you attend church, you're in church and you look around and you see all the beautiful couples and their families And you're going to say, it's just not fair. That's supposed to be me. That's supposed to be us. But there you have it. We can't change it. It's the cards we're dealt now. We have lost our identity. And now it's a building process to build a new identity. Because let's keep this in mind. 
while I'm in the second year trying to find that new identity in my life, I invested over 30 years in the old identity. So it's not going to happen overnight. So I'll just continue to pray, continue to do a podcast, continue to do some YouTubing, continue to watch the old bank account uh, getting smaller and smaller until I find that new direction. I hope that happens soon because I could use something that would pad in the bank account, but also kind of fulfill me in finding that new identity. I don't know if I've helped you any, but maybe if anything, you can relate to some of the things that I've said here today. And as always, of course, this letter was to you, Pam. I miss you so very, very much. It can never be measured how much I miss you. And like everyone else out there who's lost someone, when it comes to my sweet Pam, I will love you forever and always, Jack. Thanks again for joining us, and I certainly hope you enjoyed today's program. My prayer is that you found some comfort and hope in the future. If so, please share this program with others that may benefit and ask them to subscribe. You can also send us a note or comments to the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. That's the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. Until next time, have a great day and a better tomorrow. Bye now.